Hello. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back to the latest episode. This is a. This will give. This is some indication as how uh, as to how this next podcast is going to go. I wasn't ready for drama, Paul. There. Uh, so yeah. He- hello and welcome back. My name is PBL uh, Paul Butler Lennox. Uh, we're trying to abbreviate that and shorten that even further because it's such a head wreck. And himself, uh, Paul Webster. Yeah. So we had uh, Owen Colgan on this week. Um, also known as Buzz, or I call him Kali. Uh, so yeah, uh, an actor, a comedian, improvisationist, Im- uh, well known for uh, Hardy Books. Um, so yeah, it was a really fun conversation we had with him, uh, talking about how he got his break. And oh, we he's chatted. not here listening to us at all. No, this, no, we, so. we chatted to him all things, um, YouTube, uh, his career, uh, his his fun his fun lifestyle his man about town uh, status the money he makes yeah um, and everything else and yeah and it was just a bit of crack and this is a good one for people uh, especially who are starting out in comedy and trying to create their own work uh, it, it's a really good one so yeah uh, we'd also like to take a moment uh, take a moment out uh, to thank our sponsors uh, wonderful sponsors Westland Studios up here on Pier Street. Um, the lads do incredible work here, Trojan work for up-and-coming bands. Um, and they've really, really, really fantastic facilities and rates. So, um, yeah, if, if you're in the market for some uh, some voiceover recording facilities, music production, post-production and mixing, uh, check out Westland Studios' website, uh, www.westlandstudiosdublin.com. Cool, so we'll give you a really fun and enjoyable conversation with Owen Colligan. You're very welcome, Owen Colgan, comedian, writer, uh, actor. All the above? Mm-hmm. All the above and a few more. How's your day been going so far? It's going good, yeah, yeah. I was just saying to Paul before, beforehand, uh, I was trying to like... Which, fix... pa- which Paul? Paul on the left. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Butter <laughs> Linux. This is not a visual... Paul Butter Linux. Paul Butter <laughs> Linux. I was just saying that like, because I've, ver- I've got very bad um, attention. Yes. I couldn't think of the word there because I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> flowers. <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, but I was tr- today I was trying to structure different ideas. So I'm trying to write uh, an audio, no, uh, an online book. Okay. Trying to write stand up, right. trying to write a sketch, and then I'm also trying to just like write like random series stuff. And just live your life, man. Live your life, man. Exactly. Yeah, just, just so, so you're trying to figure out how best to multitask. I was, yeah, and I was spending like an hour each, and then I was like, I just found myself drifting over to YouTube watching like Conor McGregor's best fights. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is an awful waste That's of time. natural, yeah. yeah. Well, um, I guess it's a good thing that you're busy. Though. Yeah, it's definitely it is, but at the same time, you never really feel content because you're like, oh, that could have been better or. The stuff you're writing, you're like, is it good enough? You're always questioning yourself, you know. Yeah, well, so, that's healthy, isn't it? I like guess it's two points. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. But you need to appreciate the moment too. Okay. Sometimes I have trouble doing that because I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, you're always thinking about the next thing. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's we might take a little step back in time. Um, All right. It's a little number I like to call. <laughs> uh, Webster. Uh, Beginning just, of man, is it? Yeah, it's a big, yeah, yeah. big bang. Well, we forward. Well, that that's that's contentious because that could have been like 1983, but I was born 1984. If you know what I mean. 
parents oh, having sex. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was weird. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you grew up in Mayo? Born in Twinford in Mayo on the countryside. Okay. In 1984. 1984. 27th of May, just in case anyone wants to buy me a present next year. <laughs> it's coming up now, so it's nice. Yeah, um, just get it ready. Yeah. And then just went to a Canaf school, a small school that was up the road from me. There's only like 15 students. Oh, okay. A couple of year, yeah, a couple of years that had actually no students in the year. It's okay. just you and the teacher. Me and the teacher just going at it. <laughs> Long division. No, no, not like that. No, I had, a, I had three people in my class in school. And the, like one of them went to a different secondary school. And me and one, one other guy went to the secondary school together. Okay. So there was all these other students in the secondary school together that knew each other. And I was only, only me and him knew each other. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well. so, uh, so yeah, that kind of... I suppose if you're kind of in that environment, have you like, um, <clears throat> have you siblings, brothers and sisters? or is it just I have, I have two of each, yeah. Yeah, but in that school environment, I'd imagine when there's so few of you that mm -hmm. you have to, you know, you, it'd be a, a great playground for the imagination. Definitely. Like, there would have been a lot of kind of, yeah. you know, you putting on accents. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And, and the guy that I was like went to secondary school with, he was my best friend at the time, Sean Finn, his name is, He's, he was a genius, still is. Is he still on the scene, yeah? He's, he's living in uh, Portugal now, I was over at his wedding there not long ago. Oh, nice. But he was really, really smart, like as in very, very, very smart. So okay. I was like, I've got to do something here to keep my head in the game. So I just started, you know, using comedy or stuff like that to sort of okay. get my way. And when did you start thinking of yourself as maybe I might actually be good at this? I did, maybe it, maybe two years into the Hardy books, three years into the Hardy books. Oh, really? I just thought to myself, I don't know what else I want to do. So I was like, I may as well try this. Yeah, yeah. And then I got a few bits of work on the side and stuff like that. Yeah. And... Uh, and before Hardy Books, was it on the radar at all? Not one bit, no. no. Mm. I was working in a shop in Galway called Vivo. Oh, yeah. Do you know oh, the, one? the one on Prospect Hill? That's right, yeah, 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 yeah the 24 yeah, hour one. After Cuba, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I used to go myself. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got barred out of there a few times. Then. <laughs> before you, you worked there? Before I worked there, and a few weeks after, I'm like, any jobs going, lads, is there? And they gave me a job. No way. Yeah, yeah, I worked there. Oh, that was a hard job. Even though the people in there were lovely. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if you worked from 12 at night to late in the morning, you'd be getting lunatics in from, go like, Cuba nightclub or wherever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I worked yeah, in there. Yeah, used to be wild in there. What, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it a nightclub or...? No, it was like a... It was like a... a news a agent. Yeah. With a deli down the back. Like but it had really good jambons and chicken yeah. rolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and it was open all night, so you could, like, get cheap food. Yeah, yeah. 24 hour. After the clubs. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So I'd leave at 8 in the morning and I'd be like, you know what's going on here like it would be yeah. bright and you, you'd be tired but you, you'd be thinking should I go to bed and all this kind of stuff so but anyways the, uh, Martin Maloney plays Eddie Durkin yeah. he got on to me and said do you want to come back to Mayo to, to shoot a couple of just a couple of like talking heads and then I was like right go on I'll do that so we went, I went back to Swinford and then and did you go to school together or is that uh, Martin was the year ahead of me right yeah but I didn't really know him in school actually he just had like really long red hair and he was like from England and everyone was like he yeah. was just a big character right yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean um, I, used to, I, know, I know Tom all my life, or er, the, the boo, the boo, the boo yeah. yeah, and I know French toast, and I know salmon. Salmon went to my my first school. Okay, but he he fucked off. So he was a third in the trail in school that you you know. Mm -mm. <laughs> he jumped ship to the Swinford uh, ah, National School, like a scumbag, like, like a slippery salmon, like a slippery salmon down Slipping the out, down, down the moy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so he. Um, can I can just ask you just about the inception of the Hardy books? Yeah, um, or Hardy books. Excuse me. Um, just how it all kind of came about i mean because as we know it was like a massive mm -hmm. sensation initially on youtube and mm -hmm. um, but kind of pre-youtube uh, 
before kind of Storyland because you did very well and you won the Storyland series. Then obviously you got your own TV show and then mm -hmm. on to the film and so on. How did the what like what were the roots of that? How did that come about? Well, the guys, Mar uh, the Viper, who, his name is Chris Turloff, he was in college in Ballyfermot. Okay. There was a few other guys in there, Paddy Downey, who's always done sound, and then there was Keith Pinder, who's done camera, and there was a few other guys. So they had to do, I think, a project for their college, and Chris had this idea, okay. and he said, it's down in Swinford, we're going to shoot it there. So he just started shooting random bits, like talking heads, and just talking about the alleyway, or like yeah. the ball alley, and all this kind of stuff. And then, I think a guy called Simon Keenan, was friends with the guys that do Podge and Rudge. Yeah, yeah, Simon, uh, yeah, Simon the sound guy. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he Lovely shoots, I think he grades now, actually. Yeah, okay. But, um, so he knew the guys from Podge and Rudge, and they were like, you should enter Storyland with the Hardy Books idea. Mm -hmm. so you we you were doing it. a bit before, there was a good bit on. There was about three or four episodes there, yeah, or yeah. maybe four or five, yeah, 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 but that was only messing around. But when we started doing it first, and we started, like, joking there was no, around. There was no structure. No just, structure. They were just like, just... Just talk there. I just think of a character. <laughs> yeah. It was a loose idea of Very loose. a, a, a mockumentary style. Mm. The, the only thing, the thing that w they would give us is they'd give us questions, like saying, "What's your favorite movie?" And then I had kind of ignorant character in Swinford on my mind for that yeah. particular character buzz. Yeah, yeah. And then I just kind of went off in a rant, and I just kind of exaggerated the character. Okay. And went from there. And say, so was it Chris Dordoff? Was he kind of directing it? Yeah, he would. He would have been directed. Yeah, he would have been yeah. the guy that edited the Hardy books, directed it. He was kind of like. He was, I suppose, the technical brains behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And both him and Martin aren't from Swinford originally. Don't ever say that again. No. <laughs> oh, you're wrong. Sorry. <laughs> Cut this bit out. No, I'm just joking. No, uh, the, the Viper, aka yeah. Chris, is from Leeds originally. Yeah. And Martin, aka Eddie Durkin, is from Liverpool. So they're, they must have looked, grown up there, so they have this kind of outsider exactly. view. Exactly. They have. And, it, it, you know, like back in the 90s and like even the early noughties, People from England, like they used to be, like people from in our, from Ireland, used to kind of like be extra ignorant to them. Maybe it's different now. I feel like it's different now. Yeah. But they kind of yeah, abused them a bit more and bullied them. So maybe that. Yeah. That, I think that brought Martin and Chris a bit closer together. Right. Because they were the two guys. Yeah, there wasn't yeah. that many English guys in our school. Yeah. So those two were, were English, and they were both messers. So then right. Martin was big. Yeah. Chris was quite small, so Martin kind of looked after Chris. Right. You okay. know. Mm. Okay. It's a bit of an that kind of uh, observational kind of almost Martin McDonough style. Uh, I've always f found from watching the show mm -hmm. with the two guys, it, it, like they know the characters better than the characters know themselves. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, and they pick up on a lot of the colloquialisms, and mm -hmm. obviously they're fantastic mimics as well, yeah. as you can see. Yeah. There's a bit of that going on, am I right? Definitely, yeah, yeah. And th but they also have the, the advantage of like coming from outside the town, but being in the town long enough to know what people, how people act. Yeah. But also, also being able to see how kind of strange it is. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah, and exploit that yeah, in exactly. a funny way. Yeah, because you know? every, like, every town and every city is funny in its own way. It's just when people point it out, you're like, yeah. that is weird, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. when people started <laughs> laughing at certain things we did, I'm like, oh, yeah, I never knew that was weird, but then I, you'd exaggerate it a bit yeah, more. I, I so. remember when I saw, like, when I first came across these, which was way before Storyland, um, mm. I think when you, initially people were like, is the, uh, like, there's a bit of the, I suppose when The Office came out to, to use that comparison, yeah. there was a bit of, is this real? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. what's going on here? Yeah. You know, and then laughing f because, obviously, you know, out of confusion, but also really enjoying it as well. And there was, you know, you weren't sure if you're laughing at them or with them. Kind yeah, of, kind yeah. of, you yeah, know. Yeah. I, I, but in a really, you know, in a great way. It was mm -hmm. like this is so fresh and so new. And Definitely, like, I think that was an accident. Everybody though. was watching those yeah. videos. Everybody. Yeah. That's true, yeah. and that, that, that only I only like realized that when I was in Galway once, and some guy shouted over like, "Hardy box, boss, boo!" And there was like. How did they know the character's name? Right. It just felt yeah, yeah. weird, you know? Yeah, Because yeah. we never planned, for, I certainly never planned for that kind of thing, but it's a nice little bonus, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And, like, 
how much of yourself did you put into Buzz and how many, like, like did you just, how did, how did you find the character? I, I kind of channeled the two, Swin, people, two people from Swinford into the character. I won't say their names. Okay. Because I'm still, well, kind of friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kind of just, I kind of channeled a lot of my, um, you know that kind of sort of the, the voice you have in your head when you see something happen and it's like more like more than often it's the ignorant kind of voice in your head PC yeah, yeah, yeah or yeah, someone yeah. walks in front of you in the street or something like you're yeah. with the girl and you want to say something be like oh that's not right yeah, 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 yeah I was yeah. told not to say that kind of thing right so, so know, I just kind of let all the, that out took out the filter you took out the filter but at the yeah. same time I toned it down slightly so that it wouldn't be offensive you know okay yeah, so that's okay. kind of. The I think way you blurred line, like the lines are blurred really well there. Like it's never, it's it's always w with a little bit of you know, it's always kind of tasteful. It, yeah, you know, it's never borders on like really offensive. It's always yeah. quite intelligent. I think that's testament to definitely. And I think Hardy Books is very lad orientated, but you couldn't really say it's misogynistic either. No, I don't you think know? it is. No, I think it's actually quite warm as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, you kind of feel for the characters, you know. Yeah, especially a lot of the kind of salmon stuff and some of the relationship. Uh, type of material. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's good. It's you know, it's quite you know, it's real. Yeah, people can relate to it, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. So for someone who doesn't know what Storyland was, uh, could you tell us just briefly what it was and how how you found the whole process? Uh, it was an online competition hosted by RT, and I think it was we just basically entered the competition with a I think it was five minutes episode, maybe ten minutes. Yeah. And then they cut it down to twenty people. I think we had to make another video. And then when it got down to 10 sort of different contestants, they started paying you like, I'm not sure, what was it, what was it called? Oh, yeah, about six, seven hundred quid as an episode. An episode, yeah. Maybe less, maybe about yeah, four, six grand. I think actually, you know what, it was eight grand an episode, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, okay. It was That's eight grand an episode. Yeah, yeah. Well. yeah, yeah. So and then, how many votes you could get? Yeah, so it was all about yeah. votes. You could use YouTube yeah, yeah. back in them days for that. And, and Bebo, yeah. Bebo was the big deal back Bebo. in them days. Yeah, Bebo, right. baby. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think you can use it anymore. I think they changed the rules on that. So now, it's different. It's each episode just gets a twenty-minute episode. Yeah, and there's no voting or. And there's a lot, there's more money per episode too. Competition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Grand it. It's like an internal vote, I think, isn't it? In RT, they vote. They decide. They just. I think what they what they've started doing is they've they bring in like ten writers and they start workshopping the ideas mm -hmm. and then they will add down to four or five, mm -hmm. and then they go in. The, the five going to production uh, and I think it's about 30 grand yeah I, I think that structure is more beneficial as well because everybody that comes out with it has a you know I don't know what the proviso is from RTE where they retain the rights to all, everything that's been made but at least everybody has one pilot that it's they can pilot. have and mm -hmm. it's there and yeah. it's structured and they can yeah, definitely. And yeah. try and flog it that way I mean, um, from my own experiences with Storyland, I was in the other show that no one remembers mm -hmm. because this, the Hardy Books was... Runner-up, though, right? Yeah, runner-up, yeah. What, what's good? That was the video <coughs> clerks one, right? Yeah, it was the kind of video store type yeah, clerk type thing. Yeah. But, like, I remember just... But no, this is before, because I do know a couple of lads from the show because I ended up in the shows later on. But, uh, yeah, it was just a snowball going downhill and we were like... like these guys are just amazing. Yeah. How mm. can't touch these lads. Well, I mean, that's what people <laughs> think. And like, the thing is, though, there's a lot of rubbish that was edited out thanks to the beauty of Chris Turlough's editing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, there was a lot of crap talk there. Like, so, it, just just like in another point, we used to do gigs like after that, and we yeah, thought, yeah. Ah, we go up, up on stage and just talk. Yeah, because people must find it funny, right? Yeah. right. So then we got on stage, then we do we do like what we at the weekend, and then we're like, you <laughs> know, there's no cameras to do a retake here. We okay. get one go on stage, then we're like, you know. You had to sort of like be a bit more aware of that. that just not, winging it. In yeah. a good yeah. way. If you're in really a good way, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a different kind of way to work. But like if you've, yeah. got, if you've got more time to talk a bit of shit, 
talk away from the script and sort of improvise and get someone to edit all that down and just and don't mind that, then, then yeah, that's yeah. a good way to do things too. Because okay. yeah. I think Irish people are funny off the cuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, good yeah. improvisers, you know? And then, so RT, did they approach you then with the idea of doing the full series then? Or how, how did you um, go from Storyland to that? <clears throat> it went for, well, when we won Storyland, I wasn't really involved in the talks after that, but I think it was more so Martin, Chris and Mike Cockin. Um, the producer, yeah, who came, came on, how, came on how, how did he come, uh, come into the fold? And he was that? he is Martin's brother-in-law. He's married to Martin's uh, sister, and oh, she's yeah. an act. She's a, a talent agent, so she was like saying, "Oh, Mike produces and stuff like that." So he came over from England and uh, got involved, and then he was kind of part of the, the the whole production and all that kind of stuff. So he'd be in having meetings because he he'd. Been in, uh, been there, done that over in England, you yeah, know. Yeah. So he kind of just an experienced head to yeah. fight, fight your corner more exactly. Than yeah, because I think RT at the beginning they were like, well, these like, even though Martin and Chris are very talented, they're probably like these are just two young, you know, fresh lads, fresh off the grill. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. probably they wanted a more seasoned head in there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. okay, so was that then? Was it more like a job then? Because you had to. You it know, was get paid and yeah. shown up. How was that transition? Yeah. Well, I mean, did it feel different? It did feel different, definitely, because there's a bit more expectation. Well, on the storyline days, you're like, you're just making people in the room laugh for your friends. Yeah, yeah. And that felt like it was enough. Yeah. And then when you got to TV, you're like, you're more aware of the things you're saying. So you're like, mm, I might emphasize that, but that didn't necessarily work, you know? Right. Because you might just ruin the joke by sort of overplaying it. Did, were, you, were you censored in any way when you got yes. the, Were there people going around with clipboards going, la just like those lads from Morty Open Trees with guns going, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> and was, was that restrictive or do you feel as if it affected it in any way? Oh, no, you? definitely did, yeah, yeah. Yeah? yeah. I mean, RT, like, I mean, obviously I'm very grateful that they gave us the, you know, the budget and all that kind of stuff to shoot the stuff and yeah. helped us to get where we are today, but they could have been more open with the process of making it, you know, mm. because it's an improvised show. Right. I'm not saying every show will work like that. Yeah. Canadian Street's not going to be improvised, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not going to get, like, Tyrone coming in after Gary just making stuff up, you know? It's just so, that Rovers and blah, blah, blah. Exactly, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. No one knows what's going on. Like, they're all actors. That's fair enough. But Hardy Books, we're not actors. We're, like, improvisers. So right. they should have seen what the formula that work was. And obviously, give it a bit more structure, but not 100% scripted. Which okay. it kind of became... Okay, okay. Just a different way of working. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. 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 Both ways are right, but just, you know... Yeah. And is it more scripted now? now? Well, it, the first series was completely scripted. Second okay. series was a bit less scripted. Third series was um, quite a lot of improv. Mm. Quite a lot. Right. And then the last, the last one has sort of been like a nice middle ground for the two of us. There's a new series coming out soon. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. New series in January, four episodes. Oh, yeah, RT. Yeah, yeah. Give the people what they want. Please yeah. watch it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I can't called, see it's anyone. It's called The Book Hardies. And it's, <laughs> on the, it's on National Geographic 2. Yes. Did you notice then, as well, say, in terms of being recognised on the street, is mm -hmm. a big difference then as well going from doing the TV show then? Um, yeah, when it got to TV, well, for some reason, everyone was on YouTube back in the day, so everyone, like, it just yeah. took off. And yeah, I was, yeah. everyone, every town, people kind of knew us. Yeah, yeah. So then when I got to TV, it was kind of got a small bit higher. Yeah. But then I kind of felt like people were slightly let down by the by the scripted show. Okay. The, I'd always hear, ah oh, man, yeah. love the show, the, the, the YouTube stuff is brilliant, yeah, but the TV yeah. stuff, well, what, like, what's... Right. And then like, you'd feel guilty in your heart. Yeah. And you'd have to, so then eventually I just got to the point where I was like, yeah, yeah, the RT stuff is a bit shite. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get me pint of Guinness, come out anyway. <laughs> what was that, what was that too, <laughs> But then, but then it kind of went, it seemed to go past that and we, I think we found a, 
middle ground with RT yeah. now so that it's you know, a bit of improv and a bit of script. Yeah. And now people seem to be coming around to it again, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, some other shows, I think, have suffered from that as well. I mean, like, as good as Love Hate was as a whole, mm -hmm. um, just in my opinion, I feel as if the first series, it took it took a while for it to find its feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then when it did, it really accelerated. Definitely. The second tour, yeah. for, you know, whatever, up to series five. Of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's a little bit of a case because the, the trust develops with the writers and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. And it's just like, right, let people do their jobs then. Mm -hmm. I think that might have been a little bit... A similar case with you guys as well now. I think so. They definitely. know you're an entity and you're going to draw in those numbers. Yeah, we're, I suppose we were lucky in the sense that we had the YouTube stuff because, you know, nowadays everyone's got ideas. Mm -hmm. So I'd be afraid that if that happened again and we just got onto TV with a different show, they might just say, no, let's forget it and move on to another one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, how did uh, the movie come about? How about that? The movie came about, I don't really know the full story of this movie, to be honest, but... Um, this guy with a big suitcase full of money arrives from Las Vegas. Landed to Swimper Johnny Fontaine, yeah. no, Tony Parks <laughs> never gets that movie. <laughs> what, was it a case like that, or like, were you, like... Not quite like Universal that, Universal no, come to you, or was it pitched, or... Was I think the, 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 first? the... Well, it was the, it was the um, European Championships in Poland. Ireland were in the European Championships in Poland. Yeah. We were in Mayo. Yeah. Picture this, you know. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Um, but so then I think Mike, uh, he approached um, the Irish Film Board and they were like, oh, that's a great idea. Hardy books go to Poland. Like that's a, yeah. that sounds like it'll work, you know, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. because sporting events and comedy, good, they're a good combo. And then um, I think RT wanted to get a bit of the pie then, you know, yeah, yeah. So they're like, oh, I might have a taste of that now. So <laughs> I don't I don't film more getting all of that, you know, pie. So okay. let me give me that corner there. And then um, who else was involved? There was somebody else involved. Is it BOI? BAI, yeah. BAI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broadcast Authority. They got involved. There might have been a couple of other guys that were in there. Oh, Universal. Universal, BYU, they gave yeah. some money. So. Yeah, yeah. so then we had the script down and uh, we just headed off to Poland. Who directed Lash. that? We kind of, Mike kind of directed that, but okay. also Chris kind of directed that, but also Martin kind of directed that, okay. but also we kind of directed ourselves. Okay. So it was a lot like, sure, I kept saying to the producer, I was like, this is the best holiday ever. <laughs> and he goes, you're not an holiday, mate, you're working. Am I? <laughs> Could have fooled me, lad. Uh, was it, um, what, like, the, the process of, like, it must have been, like, uh, when the premiere was on and it was boxed off and everything was kind of wrapped up, you must, like, sit, you must have been sitting there at some point going, how the fuck oh, yeah. did all this happen? Well, it, it kind of happens so slowly, so that's in that, that sense, you never really kind of see it, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you never think, well, that's a bit of a big deal, but yeah. sometimes when I reflect back on it with Tom, we'll say, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're like, wow, how the hell did that even happen? Because we, we didn't even want to be actors <laughs> or in this game, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, we're very, very happy and very uh, thankful that it's happened, you know? Because yeah, yeah, it's my career now, so I'm happy yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So what, what kind of stuff are you working on at the moment? Working on a hardcore porno. <laughs> Do you want to be in? Um, that's the tight story. With a storyline and everything. <laughs> exactly, yes. And it's going storyline, actually. <laughs> Looking for 30 grand funding. No, um, I just work on my own uh, videos and stuff like that on Facebook. Okay. So that's You're working for Facebook now. Working for Facebook dogs. and Seven Zuckerberg. We're like that. <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing there, but it's a very close connection you, to it. It's a huge followership, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's quite big, yeah. But yeah. Um, it's only Facebook as well. I don't necessarily feel like Facebook is a steady ground, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's like quite a fickle place to, to you know. To, we get to your be. unique hits though, don't you, with Facebook? At least you be, it's, it's easier if you know you just put something out on Facebook, you know that they're all your hits. Kind of yeah, that's thing, true. You know? That's true, it's yeah. Your side of that. But you're, yeah. you're pretty good at all of them. You've got an Instagram and... Like, I've got Instagram now. I had a YouTube account, but then some, some person emailed me and said, oh, we'd love to take this over and put on some AdSense and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, take it away. 
because you know I was a bit green. So then they took us, and then it was like they're like changing the titles in all the videos and changing the tags, and they made it a bit more generic as opposed to sort of part the, of my character. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I put up silly titles like this is a story about a badger, and they'd be like, no, no, you need to tag it with animals and like nature okay. and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I'd make money off it. I think I made. 24 cent <laughs> which they didn't even send out to me I could just check the like uh, analytics yeah. <laughs> so uh, I just deleted that account okay and I'm starting a new one again but I get all my work through Facebook okay yeah yeah and your character it's it's kind of it's a hybrid of yourself again and yeah yeah oh do you mean the, the the Facebook well the character of Facebook is like a hybrid of buzz yeah but he just likes a bit of fighting that small bit more but he might hang up the gloves you got to check out and see on the yeah, Facebook page yeah. you know yes and so you, you've made stuff with Satanta as well right so the MMA yeah. stuff tell us a bit about that um, I made three videos with Satanta it's called um, it was called Hardman and Kara's getting coffee Her, you know. <laughs> that's what it was yeah right. it's a piss take on the comedians and Kara's getting coffee yeah. and um, I met three Irish fighters there was um, Ashleen Daly Owen Roddy who's a coach for McGregor and uh, the other one was Paddy, Paddy Hoolan, that's right. Oh, yeah, 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 three legends all together. So I just, yeah. I just drove around in a van with them. Yeah. I had Hammer in the front seat driving for me because at that time I didn't have my driving license. Mm. Hammer is the driver for Aslan and also security. No way. Because he's a big guy. What's he like? He's a lovely guy. Yeah, how, right? does he, how does he protect them in this crazy world? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's quite good. <laughs> Keep that in. Keep that oh, in. Oh, that's so bad. Now you know why I'm not working. Anyway. <laughs> um, he's a sandwich game, but they, they were all lovely. They were all yeah. spot on, yeah, yeah and yeah. just like... So that must have been another kind of busman's holiday because you love MMA anyway, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, there's a bit more pressure because I don't know why, but I felt like I want like I wanted to be out chatting to them and out moving around. I just felt yeah. that sitting in a van beside someone, I felt I was a bit stilted, to be honest. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. gauge reactions. Yeah, I couldn't really stuff, gauge. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, looking back now, I'm happy with them, obviously, but I would have preferred if we'd been out walking or something like that and right. then back into the van, you know, that kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But great to meet them in the first place, you know, they're legends of... Irish sport. Yeah. yeah, what about, um? what's next for you? What are you working on or what's the plan for next? Well, the Hardy Book series coming out in January and um, I have a few videos coming up on my Facebook page with different companies like Four Star and the likes of that. Yeah, this is where you can plug all your current okay. sponsors. So, so you're available. But I don't want to plug them because, I mean, <laughs> they're already big. I want to plug myself. Yeah. <laughs> Cog on Facebook. Um, yeah. No, I'm just trying to make videos all the time and put up funny statuses and, all that, statuses and all that kind of stuff. But it's yeah, tricky because yeah, yeah. some days I'm like, this video is fucking shit. But I'll put it up anyways because I feel like it's the whole online social media stuff. You feel like you need to be in the game all the time. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you get addicted to likes and all this I kind of stuff. I saw you did like a kind of a, you did a, I, I just came across it by accident the other day online. And mm. It was like an influencer type video. Mm. Is that a response to that type of jadedness that you're having with social media? Um, like yeah, there's a small bit of that. Yeah, that's, it. that's probably a small bit of it, yeah. Because I've done videos like... And people Are like, we just basing that on me because I'm on Facebook? No, not at all. No, 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 no. Quite the opposite. No, <laughs> so, so like recently I've been getting emails, like, well, not recently, but over the last few years, it's like, it's always tagged influencer. And I've, I've never heard that word before, like, as in terms of, like, social media influencer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then they're like, you're an influencer. Would you mind, like, putting up this on your page and we'll give you a few quid and all this kind of stuff? Yeah. So I'm like, yes, I'll do that, I'll do that for money. Yeah, yeah, I have a suitcase full of integrity. Everyone's got a price, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> what would you see your niche as being, or why? Why, what, why do you think you have such an appeal? Um, I guess because, um, I don't know because like the whole thing of being on the internet, putting up videos all the time and so, and comments. Yeah. Sort of, you're sort of saying to people, look at me, look what I've got to say. Mm. But at the same time, I felt like the Buzz character was sort of like because he was sort of um, not trying to show off. 
Yeah. So it, I'm just trying to find that middle ground all the time. It's, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. Mm. And maybe the surrealness of two, like talking about crows or jambons. That's yeah, yeah. The world is nuts, and everyone's always in about like you know yeah, yeah. politics or some other bullshit. So yeah, it's yeah. nice to just say something completely random and silly. Yeah, yeah. That make you laugh for like a little yeah. bit. You know. That's true. Because yeah, you pop up. I don't really yeah. use Facebook, <laughs> but uh, more so Instagram now. You're kind mm-hmm. of popping up. Like, yeah, yeah. It is. It's because uh, a lot of those, like especially Instagram, it is kind of people showing their their best side and this is yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. their lives look amazing yeah start taking so, the piss out of that like yeah, my name on Instagram yeah. is one called in fitness <laughs> you know so I'm not fit at all <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, can, so. can I ask you about um, any drawbacks because uh, you know everybody thinks that once you get a bit of success and you know mm-hmm. you're flying um, yeah are there any drawbacks from this journey for you I mean do you find it is it hard that you know for example people no, recognizing you on the street, things like that. No, I don't mind that. No, I, I like, well, unless of course, like you're you're with somebody and you're maybe hungover or you're tired or you're like maybe on a date and you're just trying to relax in, right. in the corner of a bar yeah, and yeah. then you get a few lads going, oh man, you're a pint. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not even drinking tonight. Like, <laughs> yeah. what, you don't drink? Oh, you're, you're soft and all this kind of stuff. But that doesn't happen that often. It's it's 99% yeah. very, very, very sound people. And it's, it just makes... Ireland a playground for me because I meet people in the pub and they're telling me their stories and I'm telling them my stories yeah. Yeah. I, I genuinely do love it but it does when any... was the last time you bought a pint? Um, for yourself? <laughs> no no fucking <laughs> two nights ago maybe <laughs> no but um, yeah, the milky bars are on you <laughs> any drawbacks let me think no I mean like you, you would get con- like you would get people messaging on Facebook saying like you're shit you're not funny at all like what, what who do you think you're you are, or like, yeah, get, yeah, get yourself a proper job, that kind of stuff. But that's very rare, and like, yeah. I don't expect to go through life with people going, "You're class, man." Yeah. <laughs> Who does, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Paul Webster, I guess, <laughs> every day is a disappointment for me. Oh, <laughs> I guess if the if the negative outweighs the positive, then you got to look at yourself and say, "What's going on here?" But yeah, yeah. if you're happy and doing be grateful, it, I guess. Be grateful, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, I'm only trying to make a few people laugh, and I'm not like trying to change their minds on what God they believe in or who they politically are affiliated with, you know? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, is there anything you'd like to add to that? Anything you want to plug or anything? Or your I want to plug a positive world. <laughs> like people get off Facebook and oh, start talking beautiful. to each other, connecting. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that uh, the children are the future. You think so? Yeah. They'd be the past if they keep going the way they're going. Yeah, that's a future. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, thank you very much. Yeah, Take thanks, care. man. Thanks, guys. Thanks, all. Thanks, Paul. Paul.